hidden message in Scripture. Jesus made it very clear that a decision to follow was a decision to die, to surrender everything to Him. And so Jesus turns to the crowd, and He turns to you and me, and He asks the one question that will ultimately define our lives. Are you a fan or a follower? So this morning we want to continue the series, Not a Fan. It's uh, by Kyle Eidelman. And um, what we're looking at is what does it mean to be a completely committed follower of Jesus Christ um, and the challenge that comes with that. Have you ever seen one of those commercials? One of those? Car dealer, he says, you can buy a car here. Anyone can buy this, can come and buy a car here. And you look at the fine print at the bottom of the screen, and of course you can't because you've got to, pass the credit check and, and, and do all those things. Or cell phone plans, these are notorious, right? Or cable is probably the one that I most get frustrated by. Got a heck of a deal. Anyone's eligible for this deal? And so you call them up and you say, well, I've been a customer for 20 years. Can I have that deal? And they say, no. So, so it's not really anyone that, that they're talking about. And we've gotten kind of cynical when someone says, anyone is welcome or Anyone can cash in on this deal because we have discovered over the course of time that anyone doesn't really mean anyone. There's always a catch. In Luke, though, 9.23, we have Jesus. He says, if anyone would come after me, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. So when making the invitation to potential followers, Jesus uses this word, anyone. There's four points this morning, and the first one is anyone is welcome, anyone. Now, the problem for us is that, that whenever we hear that and we and, and in our head, we go, okay, what's the catch? But for Jesus, there's no catch, no small print, no, no fine uh, detail down there that's good, that, that excludes you. When Jesus says anyone, he means anyone. And when you look at Jesus's disciples, you would have recognized yeah, he really does mean anyone. Back in his time, that Jesus was a rabbi, and back in his time, the rabbis would, would get followers, and uh, they, were, they were known as tall meads. A rabbi would, was a teacher of God's word. They would know the first five uh, books of the Bible, the Pentateuch, uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. They would know that. They would know the prophets, the, what the prophets wrote. And, and that, was they, that was their area of expertise. And their students were expected to learn and to follow in the footsteps of the rabbi. So Talmud, when they're Talmudim is another word, is, is, is the plural. It means disciple or student. And every rabbi had a class of students or disciples. It was incredibly exclusive to, to be in this group. Most people didn't end up that way. Most people ended up going to, to Gwinnett Tech, you know, and, and getting vocational training or something along those lines because they wouldn't, couldn't cut the, make the grade. For, what, for those students that wanted to be with a particular rabbi, it'd be kind of like trying to get into Harvard, right? You'd need a four-point-plus GPA, 
perfect score on your ACT, perfect score on your SAT, and then you might get into that elite academy that you're trying to get into. That's kind of what it was like for a Talmud who was apply applying to a rabbi's schools. They had to, had to know the scripture before they got there. So, for example, part of the process of entry might be that the rabbi would say, okay, recite to me one of the first five books of the Bible. I mean, recite to me, think about that. Caden, recite to me Genesis. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, what it was, that's what it would be like. Or how many times is the name of the Lord used in Leviticus chapter 10? Go. No takers? <laughs> but that, that's part of the process of becoming uh, one of the Talmudim of a rabbi. If, see, and there's a reason for that. If a rabbi let just any student in, then that would reflect on the excellence of the rabbi. So you wanted the best students so that you would be seen as the best teacher. And that was the process. And then we have Jesus, right? Jesus, who likes to turn things upside down. And he, look at his guys. He's got like this fisherman named Peter who can't seem to stay in the boat. And when he gets out of the boat, he, he, he starts to sink. And, and he, you know, denies Jesus three times and all of these things that Peter, the impulsive one, does. That's what Jesus says, I want you. And, and it's like that throughout. And he even chose a gentleman named Matthew who is a tax collector. And Kyle Adelman has a couple of thoughts about that. When Jesus said to Matthew, follow me, he was making it clear that his invitation to follow is not just for the religious elite or for the morally upright, for those who have their lives together. His invitation is for all of us who are hiding some stains. Jesus said, anyone who would come after me must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Anyone. Anyone is a pretty inclusive word. Anyone can follow Jesus. Anyone who's ever thought to themselves, I've gone too far, my stain is too big. Anyone who's ever laid awake at night and said, I can't believe what I've done. Anyone who's ever looked in the mirror and said to themselves, I can't believe what I've become. Anyone can follow. See, when Jesus says anyone, you know what he means? Anyone. The door is open to anyone to, that, that would come. So when word gets out of this new rabbi who's, who's picking, seems to be picking out followers at random, right, because he's not doing it the, the, the correct way, people would start to wonder what was going on. Maybe... Maybe you hear, hear about this awesome teacher named Jesus, and there's so many great things going on. And so you go to see him, and then you look at his disciples, and you go, wait a minute. That doesn't fit. These disciples, this teacher, they don't fit together. But, but even that might get in your head. Well, you know, I tried out to, to be a, a, a Talmud or a, or a learner, a student, or a disciple, and, and they said no, but maybe, just maybe, I can follow this rabbi named Jesus. And you would look at the disciples and, go, and, and you would think that you had a chance. So the crowds would begin to build. And, and this anyone would, 
would really resonate with you because you realize that when Jesus says anyone, he means it. You'd also realize that when he says anyone, it also means everyone. He wasn't excluding people. But here's the struggle, though we never say it. We don't always buy into the idea that the church should be for just anyone, right? We don't always buy into that idea. We like the way it sounds. We say, come as you are. But we tend to have these classifications that we put on people. We like for things to stay the same. And same soon becomes standard, and pretty soon standard becomes a qualification. And Jesus knew that that was the way things would go. And so he gives us Luke 9.23 to remind us there shouldn't be any qualifications. You don't have to qualify to be my follower. You don't have to get a perfect score on the ACT. You don't have to be perfect. You can be imperfect and be my follower. So Jesus does away with the qualifications to follow. He got rid of the long list of prerequisites. He got away with that standard application process. And I hope that we in the church are willing to do the same. Most churches have what you would call an unwritten code. When you come to church, there are certain expectations in certain churches about different things. There's kind of an unwritten dress code for almost all churches, if not all churches. You know, most ch- there's a lot of high, high church places where you wear a suit and a tie. There are other churches like us where it's okay. <laughs> our dress code is that we don't really care what you <laughs> how you dress, but that's our dress code, right? That, that's kind of, you know, the, the thing. You can dress down and, and come here. Um, there's been an unwritten political code kind of work its way into a lot of churches. Um, whether or not you should consume alcohol or whether it's okay to drink or not. Whether or not you should listen to this or that style of music. What your income is, what your social agenda. All of these things can work their way into a church and can pull us away from this anyone means everyone. Church denominations are a way that we do that. We keep saying anyone is welcome, but when you look at how members dress, what they say, how they act, what their political leanings are, all of those things, we say come as you are, but do we really, really mean that? Are we willing to accept people to come as they are? Because when Jesus gets rid of qualifications, he gets rid of exceptions. Or excuses, I'm sorry. He gets rid of excuses. There's no more excuse to not follow Jesus. Jesus is about breaking down the barriers that we tend to put up to separate ourselves. Jesus says, no, take those down. Male or female. Slave or free. Jew or Gentile. Break all that down. There's two folds to that. For us in the church, it's a challenge, but also for those who exclude themselves. Jesus takes away the excuses, well, I can't go there because. He takes all that stuff away when he says anyone. It means anyone. So a tradesman who didn't make it to follow a rabbi now doesn't have the excuse, well, I tried and I didn't make it because the rabbi had high, too high a standards. Now he has Jesus who says, come. As you are, come, follow me. The excuse is taken away. The dropout student couldn't complain about his past 
anymore. Now the mother of four says she, she can't, she never got a chance to learn from a rabbi, and it's not true anymore. So for us, what has our excuse been? What is it that, that keeps us from the, experiencing this full relationship with Jesus Christ? Too busy? Yeah, me too. Too busy putting hours in at the office. Well, I've really been focusing on my marriage now. Uh, I've, I've got kids, and they take a lot of time and attention. Uh, it's because times have been tough, and, and, and you just got a second job or, or whatever it is. Something's getting in the way of your relationship with Jesus. But Jesus says, come anyway. You don't have to qualify. Just show up. Some of us may grab hold of a past that we're not particularly proud of. So the baggage from an addiction, from divorce, from bankruptcy has been an excuse for us. And it's easy to hide behind those things. And honestly, who's, who's going to challenge you when you start to share about your past? And who's going to say, oh, come, in, come on, you can do this. Come anyway. Set that stuff aside. Anyone is welcome to have a relationship with Jesus. Anyone. You have a little bit of a sketchy past? Anyone. Ex-con or inmate? Anyone. Legalist? Anyone. Pothead, drug addict, alcoholic? Anyone. Hypocrite? Can hypocrites come? Jesus says, anyone, me, anyone, anyone, Jesus says to you, come, come. Now for, for us, we also need to get ready if we really live that out, right? Because if anyone can come going to mess things up they're not going to behave right they're going to not know the way that it works whatever the unwritten rules are they're not going to know that they're not going to know exactly what it is that they're supposed to do or not supposed to do when anyone can come it will mess up the church it will mess us up we get a lot of unchurched people or de-churched people and, and, and so if we accept them, then we're going to be forced. If we have these unwritten codes, they're going to come up, and we're going to have to deal with them. We're going to be forced out of our comfort zone to rub shoulders with people that we may not ha- want to hang out with. Different backgrounds and social circles. People who have different music collections and recreational activities whose wardrobes confuse us, or maybe they annoy us, <laughs> but anyone means everyone. Some people who are hard to tolerate and even harder to love. Followers are willing to take those walls down, are willing to hang out with those folks who they might not in a normal circumstance and learn from them and grow with them and welcome anyone into the family of God. Right alongside Jesus. 
And some of you might be thinking, well, wait a minute now. It's, we can't just let anyone in the church. We can't let people show up and invite them into God's family and tolerate anything they want. That's not biblical. And you're right, that's not biblical. I'm not saying we tolerate or condone anything that's sinful. When a person wants to become a Christian, it's right to make sure that they understand what God's word says. It's right to understand what it, what it says and doesn't, what it allows, what it doesn't allow, and, and, to, and to learn together from both sides of the fence and, and to be a part of the growing in faith. One of our goals here is every person deeper. If you're a brand new Christian, we want to help you, whatever that next step deeper is. You've been a Christian for 70 years, we want to help that go, that go that next step deeper, every person deeper. But we still have to grab hold of this, the clarity of this invitation, because the invitation is an open invitation. Jesus says anyone can come. That means that we as the body of Christ have to, if we're going to align with Jesus, you know what that means? You know who can come? Anyone can come anyone if we're going to be a follower of his and that means that there will be people who's, who live in a way that you may not agree with people that do things you may not agree with or condone but you can still love them and walk with them and be an example of Jesus Christ to them you can still do that fans don't know how to handle people like that it's uncomfortable a fan want, doesn't, doesn't want to go that deep. They, they prefer things to be comfortable, keep things on the surface, keep things shallow. But followers are willing to listen, to hang out with people that they don't agree with, to learn and, and have that inter interaction with them. Listen and hear those stories of brokenness and sin and still welcome people with open arms. And the next point is, is really cri critical for us. It's the last one this morning, both brand-new Christians and longtime believers, that we help all move into a completely committed relationship with Christ means that it's anyone, but it's everything. When Jesus makes that invitation, he welcomes anyone who would come to come after him, but he also makes very clear that to choose to follow him you're giving up everything. It's anyone, but it's everything. When a Talmud was finally accepted into the rabbi's school, they would leave their homes, leave their jobs, whatever was holding them back, and they would go, and they would follow the rabbi. The saying is, walk in the dust of the rabbi's feet, because they were following the rabbi wherever he went. The rabbi decided to go to the market. His students would go to the market. If the rabbi decided to go visit sick folks, you know where the students would go? Go visit sick folks. If the rabbi wanted to go to the next town, then the students would go with the rabbi to the next town. Now, if you were going to follow this rabbi named Jesus, it would cost you even more because if the rabbi was homeless, then you were homeless because you followed in the footsteps of the rabbi. And if Jesus, the rabbi, decided to go and hang out with sinners and shameful people, the people that the Pharisees would not hang out with, and you were his Talmudim, you know where you went? You went with the, where the sinners and the shameful people were, and you followed in the footsteps of Jesus. That's what it means to be a follower of Christ. And if, if the rabbi, if Jesus, the rabbi, decided not to flee persecution, then you were in the midst of that too. So that's what Jesus offers with this open invitation. He says anyone can come. 
And anyone means everyone, and there is no excuse. But to say yes is to give everything. That's what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. Are you ready to be a follower of Jesus Christ? Jesus would make this offering to the crowds, and the crowds would suddenly... (laughs) dissipate when his when when the numbers would get really high he he would go to them and and he would say this is what it means to follow me and he would lose a bunch of them and that's a hard thing but to follow Jesus carries a cost and that cost is that we may must deny ourselves pick up our cross and follow him Ben, if you'll come.